Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Cheers. Welcome to the Handsome Pod. I'm Mae Martin and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Fortune Feimster <laughs> and Tignotaro. I nailed that. You did. Mae, you came in with such confidence. Oh my gosh. That super you got nervous. Tig and I showing our muscles. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't showing muscles. I was oh. just um Oh, like, you uh, were cheering. I was I was showing muscle. I was like, May's confident, so I'm gonna I would love <clears> the support. <throat> I needed it today. I needed it. Oh yeah, are you having a, a a needing a boost day? Well, I didn't know I was until I just said I needed it like that, <laughs> and then now I'm like, yeah, I guess I am having a low. You know, I I I went to like a scary event in New York. Oh mm, my was, god! I know, I know. Fashion week? <laughs> it was, no, I would never. I would never dare go to fashion yeah. week. Graveyard? I, yeah, it was a, a haunted graveyard. <laughs> uh, no, it was like an award ceremony thing but i got so insecure before that i went psycho and i called down to the hotel reception i go do you mm. guys have scissors they're like what just any scissors i'm like yeah they send up industrial like paper scissors and i just gave myself a haircut because i got what? it in my head i need a haircut and i need it now <laughs> and then i started like chopping at it thinking i could do it with big chunky scissors and i just had big chunks missing and then i had to go to this thing and oh man and wait i'm sorry that's psycho behavior i think to be in a hotel room like an hour before a red carpet and being like i gotta get scissors and i gotta cut <laughs> my hair at the back <laughs> where i cannot see oh i've done that so many times have you, you have yeah oh my gosh i'll during covid i bought a, like a full-blown hair cutting operation like a barber's kit yes i was cutting my hair i was cut in fact i did two movies with my own hairdo no way yeah oh yeah and were you doing like clippers as well you mean like the razor shaver oh yeah yeah. i would just like go up the back of my head i would just pick my hair up and chop and uh and i did max and finn's hair i did uh stephanie's dad i was stephanie wouldn't let me touch her hair yeah she was like i'll wait till the pandemic is over (laughs) meanwhile three years went by Uh, she also had a beard but um (laughs) she's rapunzel all of a sudden yeah but i'm still really into it in fact i just cut her dad's hair right before i left town the other day and i think it's the best one i've done i'm so into cutting hair i wish you'd been there i needed that but Mm -hmm. i also really relate yeah do you do it when you're anxious ever you're like no i'm just more like i don't have time to go get a haircut or they can't get me in the day that i've decided my hair is terrible and then i truly just pick up my hair and just start um 
cutting away at it. In fact, I did my bangs that are right now. Our, our son, Finn, actually, oh my gosh. <laughs> when we got his hair cut, maybe three weeks ago, this is what he told the hair person. He was like, I just, uh, I don't want any bangs. And so he just lifted his hair up. And uh-huh. the guy was like, okay. And so he cut his hair, but he, of course, left some bangs. Yeah. It, otherwise, it's a buzz cut. Yeah, otherwise well, it's Pee Wee Herman. But no, because yeah. then it's, there's a little bit more hair on the side and the backs, but he was, that's what he wanted. And okay. then he was like, but no bangs. And there, that hairstyle didn't exist. Yeah. And so the guy cuts his hair. Everything's fine. And then Stephanie and I were sitting in the living room, just having coffee, chatting. And Finn comes down and he just starts talking to us. And Stephanie said, did you cut your hair? And he said, no. <laughs> and uh, and she was like, Finn, did you cut your hair? He's like, no. And he was laughing. And she's like, you cut your hair. And then he like got defensive. He's like, no, I didn't. And so... <laughs> Oh, he said, I just combed it differently. Mm. Well, let me show you first day of school pictures. It looks cute, but... Oh, wow. (laughs) He cut the whole... He did. It looks kind of punk. It's like... It does look like a punk rock. It does. It does. But like, there are no bangs there. Yeah, it's just forehead and and then main head. He's yeah. like, I learned this from watching May. You know, he is he's the one that's that looks like me, right? Yeah. So he's, he's, yeah. yeah, I really I get I get it, buddy. But yeah, when I did that Army of the Dead helicopter movie, that was my own haircut that I did. Wow. Well you just have a knack for it. Fortune, you you would never touch your I only let supercuts touch this. <laughs> is that where you go? <laughs> no. I oh. used to go to supercuts. No shame in my game. Mm. And then I started getting um fan shamed. What? I had a couple of people see me walking into supercuts and took a picture <laughs> of me and posted it on the well, internet. Well, so you do have shame in your game. <laughs> I guess now. So no, I kept going after that cuz I was like they will not stop me from my $30 haircuts and it yeah. wasn't even about money it honestly was Fortune. about time time you find someone Fortune. Who, who no I swear it. you were I trying to save a few bucks on your hairdo it's no, fine it's, no it's shame a, in your game it's that all of those Beverly Hills places take like three and a half hours I and know. I was like I can't do this and like 10 different people touch your hair it's too much and to me I'm like the result is similar (laughs) yeah and uh, i think it was mainly getting with jack she was the one who put the foot down on the supercuts fans you know what can't shame me i know for sure it must have been when you got with jacks yeah that feels like that's got jacks written all over it and 100 she was like million you have to go to a proper not that they're not proper but you know because i needed some color and oh you dye the hair too I get it sun-kissed. And is that a perm that you get? (laughs) Can you imagine? Is that your permanent wave? A perm on top of my curls. Um, (laughs) No, my hair is naturally pretty brown, and I Mm. like it a little lighter because I have chubby cheeks. So for some reason, it makes me feel like the lighter hair helps with the cheeks. You're like a little cherub. You're like it's you're like an angel, golden mm. blonde. I dye oh, my uh, hair as well. Oh, really? What's your natural color? Mm, kind of light brown. And my mom took me to dye it when I was about 10. 
And I was like, I don't know if I want to dye. She's like, you need to dye your hair. And then I, <laughs> I went in. like, you're a blonde. Uh, yeah, I can see you in your soul. And then I went in <laughs> and I said, strawberry blonde. That was in the 90s. Remember, everyone was like, strawberry blonde. We want strawberry blonde. And then it, it came out bright red, like fire truck red. Oh. And that was stressful. You know how Jax was like, no more supercuts? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny how like when you start dating someone, they're like, you're perfect as you are i'm so in love with you and then after a couple of months they're like let's upgrade you <laughs> like yeah there's like there's a couple things as well that, that i'm like, starting Gee. to notice now that i've taken my love goggles off um yeah. i need you to dye your hair yeah, yeah. <laughs> i need you to go to beverly hills yeah, yeah. uh-huh three and a half hours later and also a new belt that one's pretty old and we have to get rid of these t-shirts they have holes in them <laughs> yeah yeah since 2020 i've been in this real confusing place with my hair uh, because the guy that cut my hair for 16 years passed away two days before lockdown. He used to come over, he'd cut my hair, he'd cut Thomas's hair, our kids' hair, everybody, our housekeeper, everybody would get a haircut. (laughs) And I was just like, I was not only sad, but I was he would truly come over and just cut my hair and I'd be done in 10 minutes. And everybody was like, ah, who does your hair? And I was like, yeah, that's my dream. This guy, ten Matt, minutes. ten. I'm telling you, just. Mm-hmm. Thomas, yeah. did he cut your hair that fast? It was done. Yeah, for sure. It was it so was awesome. fast. So I've been going to different people. I've been trying different salons, and I'll get my hair cut on set. I just, I don't know if it's because I am still like hung up on losing my guy your guy Mm -hmm. yeah but now what i feel is a happy medium that feels good because even when people would cut my hair well it wasn't the same it feels ridiculous to say i was cheating because (laughs) you know but it just i you know you have 16 years you cut my hair yeah and so now what i do is i take max and finn to the barber shop and then I just say, I'll have what they're having. And we all just walk out with the same haircut. <laughs> I have bangs, though. I'll have what they're having. Yeah. And so that kind of makes it feel special. Right. Again. That's nice. I yeah. like that. Do you also get in the fire truck? Seat. Yeah. <laughs> seat. No, no, gotta... no, we're going to like legit barbershop. You know, oh. there's seven. There's seven. You know, oh, if I, I had them get in a fire truck, they'd be like, I'm not sick. They'd be like, Mom, this is lame. They're yeah. getting wet. What's lame, it called? Like, like wet shaved. Like I'm picturing them with the, you know. Oh, yeah. With the sh- beard, uh, the foam like a, on the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And an ex- a razor, like a real razor. I've always wanted to have that since that, um, you know, Cindy Law. No, <laughs> I fucked it all up. Cindy Crawford and. You know that oh, Katie photo? Lang, Katie Cindy Lang, Crawford, mm. Katie Lang, yeah. yeah. And it oh, was, that was a handsome photo. That shoot. was a handsome photo shoot. We should probably get KD on here. KD, we get what's KD. up? What's KD up to? Gotta be KD. I don't know, but how about that voice, man? Uh-huh. How about it? Constant craving. Constant. Constant. <laughs> constant. I am constantly craving things. Uh, can we use that soundbite to promote this episode (laughs) that was if that doesn't sell this episode i don't know what will if that wasn't the epitome of a distracted person i'm constantly craving things craving things
<laughs> yes. Yeah. We need to get Katie the original handsome. Uh-huh. Yeah. We could also get Cindy uh, Crawford or Lopper, whatever. If yeah. your name is Cindy, give us a ring-a-ding. We'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> yeah. Cindy Brady, if you're listening. Cindy I've never met a Cindy in real life. <laughs> really? Not one. Not a single one in my whole life, I can say, confidently. Hmm. Hmm. There's going to be like three Cindys reaching out so pissed. Yeah. Being like, we've met, met multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> multiple times. I was in your <laughs> improv class. <laughs> it's me, Cindy. Yeah. In my mind, what they about do. Cindy Lou Who? Oh, Cindy Lou Who, of course, I've met. Yeah. <laughs> Many times. Hey, you know how you mentioned Rapunzel? Yeah. Have there ever been any other people named Rapunzel or is it just the one famous one? Wait, when did hmm. Fortune mention Rapunzel? When Stephanie wouldn't let you touch her hair. Oh, so I, said, I didn't hear like, that. Rapunzel. I mean, sometimes I just drop in some of these. <laughs> but yeah, I've never heard of a single other Rapunzel. Mm-mm. Maybe there's someone out there with that name. Reach out. Reach out Rapunzel, and touch us. let down your hair and give us a note. Yeah. I haven't heard that song in so long. God, that takes me back. Can you sing it again? Rapunzel, let down your hair and give us a note or ask us a question. Yeah. Let's see if we can all sing the same song yeah. right okay, now. Ready? Okay, okay, ready? One, two, three. Rap- Rapunzel, let down your hair and give us a note. And, and ask us a, guess question. a question. Uh, we can do it. We did it. If anyone doubts, <laughs> we can do that. Number one on iTunes next week. <laughs> it's the shortest number one song we've had on the charts. Cindy Lauper covers it. <laughs> Rapunzel, let down your hair. Is that Cindy Lauper's voice? Rapunzel, <laughs> let down your hair and leave us a note. You got to be Rapunzel. like full blown New Yorker. I'm doing yeah. like a Nathan Lane. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in. I was singing the Pee Wee Herman theme song. That was Cindy Lauper. Can you sing it? Come on in. Pull yourself up a chair. <laughs> that's all I remember. <laughs> I was going to say that's a short song. <laughs> Straight to number one. <laughs> We're all about short songs around here. Mm-hmm. There's also, you know, um, Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are there other henges, or is it just the Stonehenge? Is there? Mm-hmm. And then really been thinking a lot. I know. Mm-hmm. I, know. Mm-hmm. I like how you say Stonehenge. 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 <laughs> oh, you say Stonehenge. I said Stonehenge. 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 I don't ever say it. Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. 
Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Wait, Tig, you're not saying that daily? I, I, and I don't say it. I've never said it, and I refuse to ever say <laughs> it. I guess you've never been there either. I have, but I only pointed at it. You've been there? No, and don't I don't think about it. <laughs> I okay. have a real quick Stonehenge story is this is just sort of encapsulates both the wonder and magnificence of my mom and also the like sort of slight horror that could come about. So I'm like eight years old and my, we're in London and my mom, it goes, it's like 4 p.m. My mom goes, let's get in the car. Let's drive to Stonehenge. And my dad's like, well, it's like a four hour drive and it's going to mm-hmm. be dark when we get there. And she's like, James, I want to go. Let's go on an adventure where it's going to be fun. And we're all like, whoa, cool. Like it's so spontaneous. Yeah. So we get in the car and like as we're driving, like the reality is setting in of what's happening here and like <laughs> f- that we're a four hour drive. And when we get there, of it's course, really close. it's pitch black and there's a fence around it. And mm-hmm. but, so we have these, but my mom's like trying to make it fun. She's like, well, I can, I think I can see it. I think and then we get the camera out and we take these flash pictures, which maybe I can post these or something. Yes, please. Because we're like, well, we'll be able to see it in the pictures. And when we get it developed because of the flash, it's only focused on the chain link fence. It's just a picture of a chain <laughs> oh link fence. God. And then we get in the car, we drive four hours back. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think we got back at one in the morning. But did your mom feel satisfied? Like, that's kind of the whole point is that she needed it. She needed an adventure that day and probably needed to get out of the house because probably my grandma was driving her crazy or something. But yeah, I think she felt pretty good. I I remember sitting in the back seat with a little journal and a notebook and writing like, what's happening? You're you're (laughs) like, one day I'll be a comedian and all of these stories (laughs) will still not make any sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah your mom sounds like a character Mm -hmm. yeah she's she's great your mom sounds like a character too my mom's definitely a character my mother was a character too a lot of my content comes from her Mm -hmm. do you think there's anyone who's like my mom's just normal (laughs) like i think everyone's like my mom is wild Jax's mom's pretty normal yeah and Jax is a comedian yeah maybe it's just comedians i feel like thomas's mom's pretty normal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> like thomas thomas has like a mom oh yeah you know you're never you're never like what is she gonna do or say <laughs> yeah you're like well she's gonna she's very normal yeah she's, she's very like you know kind and sweet and smart and mm-hmm. you know what who you would imagine maybe Thomas's gave birth mom to Thomas. To be, well, yeah, Thomas yeah. seems pretty normal, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Fortune. <laughs> Do you ever wonder, Tig, like what your kids will think about you and remember about you and stuff? I guess you have no control over it. You just have to do your best. Yeah, are you a wackadoo? I don't know. I don't think I'm a wackadoo, but I mean, I'm sure it's, <laughs> I think about this a lot where because of what I do, mm-hmm. I'm not for many different reasons, not like a typical mother. I'm first of all, almost 53 and my kids are seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I'm almost retirement age. And then I'm gay, which obviously there's plenty of gay parents, but I have those two things. And then there's things with my career where somebody might think, oh, that's so cool. Uh, People have said this, how cool 
when your your kids are older that they know that you have done stand up with your shirt off after you had your double mastectomy and I'm like right and then the more I thought about it I was like <laughs> or they might be horrified you know <laughs> they might be like why were you doing that yeah they might be like why weren't you just sort of sitting and processing and be, like why yeah. should, why were you compelled to yeah because yeah. you, if you you can pathologize comedy but then also you can choose not to and be like oh it's awesome and just mm -hmm. the most fun who knows but when i do see parents complaining about the disconnect with their children i'm like all ears and i'm like well, what happened what do you think yes, you should have done yeah. what do you you know yeah. uh that kind of thing yeah i often wonder because I, I was out this five-year-old of the person I'm dating and, and then someone just walked by me and, and just went I love you to me like that and mm. kept walking and mm -hmm. I was like what does that kid think is happening <laughs> like <laughs> and the kid the kid has no idea that yeah just the, what a strange impression of what life what the world can be like that sometimes people can walk by and be like I love you and I can go thank you thank you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no questions asked just thank you <laughs> thank you thank you thank you well, that's something that finally my kids are understanding now because okay. they would run into that where people would come up and just be like, oh my God, I love you so much. And they would <laughs> look at me and they'd say, Mayor, who was that? Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, well, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> um, they've seen me tell jokes, yeah. I, you know, just slowly trying to explain who I am outside yeah. of our house but yeah. now they're they'll come up and they'll say something and then my kids will be like they like your comedy you yeah. know <laughs> but they they my son finn especially clings to my legs when a stranger comes out oh yeah like protectively kind of yeah i don't know what it is i can't figure out the psychology mm -hmm. there because it doesn't feel protective I don't know what it is, but mm -hmm. it, I love it. I think it's yeah. so cute. Yeah. I, I know as soon as someone walks up that Finn's going to grab my leg. <laughs> oh, What yeah. if their takeaway is that they just constantly go up to strangers and say, I love you. Yeah. They don't <laughs> yeah. know why. <laughs> that would be I love beautiful. You. <laughs> that would be so cute. I love you. I, I love no you so much. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I need to tell them not to do that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Because there's so much that you take for granted or assume that they understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, by the way, Stephanie and I realized recently that we had never come out to our kids. Oh, yes. I didn't even think of the coming out process in that way. Yeah. So you had to say, look, <laughs> well, we were just driving them to school talking about, oh, yeah. And then then they realized I was gay and blah, blah, blah. And then our kids, this is just months ago, said, mm -hmm. you're gay. And we were I like, would have oh, that's cried so interesting. We were stunned because we were like, it's so funny. Everyone around us, you know, it's important to them to teach their kids about mm -hmm. different people and different worlds and yeah. lives. And we never ever mentioned that we were one of those families That's and we were so like oh funny. my god our kids don't know we're gay honestly i've never i've always thought about the coming out process in many different forms and how people have to have that conversation yeah with people with friends with family but i have never thought about it in the sense of parents to kids we had never crossed our minds That's and we were wow. like yes we're yeah. gay. <laughs> That's how it should be, though. I, 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 and you're like, like, do you still love us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, that's uh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's fine. 
(laughs) (laughs) What did they say? They were just like... Well, Stephanie just said, you know how Mommy and Mayor are two women? Mm -hmm. And then mentioned our friends, Mike and Ray, you know, how their friends, Guillermo and Inez and Hugo, they have two dads. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. we just kind of went through that. Yeah. That that's what gay is but we're mm-hmm. just like other families and yeah and then it was just like no follow-up questions like, we, we just can we talk about my bangs again yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but it really still this is so recent that we came mm-hmm. out to our kids that's so good <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's just the natural way it unfolds it's like the better way because it's uh, i guess you're not really like, kids, sit down. We have to tell you something. Yeah. 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 It doesn't yeah. take on this like weight and drama. Right. Like, yeah. No. But it was really a funny moment to have our sons who have been our roommates for seven years mm-hmm. ask us, <laughs> what do you mean? What? what? <laughs> What's going on over there? Well, should we get into our um, question? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. You know Neil Patrick Harris from Doogie Howser, How I Met Your Mother, a series of... <laughs> <laughs> Take Come on, May, you can do it. Are giving me thumbs up and pumping the air in yeah. celebration of my. You're doing great. Thanks. Whoa, <laughs> Fortune, put that thing away. Those guns. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Um, sorry, guys. But go on, May. You're doing great. Yeah, <laughs> you got this. Go, May. Go, okay, guys. May. <laughs> You know Neil Patrick Harris from Doogie Howser, How I Met Your Mother, A Series of Unfortunate Events, The Matrix Resurrections, and many other things. Let's listen to Neil Patrick Harris's question. <laughs> it's Neil Patrick Harris here. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I love what you've done with the place. Wow. Here's my query. And I'm not going to ask about your buttholes. <laughs> Nay. I'm going to ask a classic <laughs> If you could have a superpower, like a superhero superpower, what would it be? And I think more importantly, why did you choose it? Hmm. Godspeed and huzzah. Huzzah. The gravitas. Oh, by the way, Neil Patrick Harris has a very sexy voice. Yes. Fortune. No, Fortune's real, hair though. just shot up straight. <laughs> It did. I don't. It does feel like I put my finger in a socket. Yeah. Oh my, my god! I've never seen you so in love. So staticky right now, listening to Neil's voice. He had a very sultry voice. All the curls are gone from Fortune's hair. Just straight. <laughs> very buttery voice. Very a lot of gravitas. I think because I always see him when he's talking but there's something about just hearing him that i was like yes that a sexy voice straight he's relaxed he's he's probably in his home environment like you know we see him Mm -hmm. when he's when he's on he wasn't in his home environment he was he wasn't i don't know (laughs) he was at home depot (laughs) he knows he's on the handsome pot and i i have heard from people that they picture all of us in like a um, dark room with a glass of bourbon yes, and, uh, and our suits. some kind of suit. Yeah, either a suit coat or... Um, and they're not the- wrong. They're not wrong. Yeah. They what are not the wrong. What is the thing that you... Like a smoking jacket. Yeah. 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 We have our pipes, our, our cigars. Neil's taking on that, our energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he matched our energy. I think about this question 
quite a bit in general. Do you guys ever think about it in general? I never think about this. I thought about it when I was a small child. Right, 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 right. Why do you think you think about it so often? I have a lot of flying dreams and and I I often think about whether I would want that or or time travel. Those are the but then the first thing that that came into my head when you were saying it was like I'd love to have a real big vocabulary and that would be my superpower. But then I thought <laughs> that is lame. That- well, the rest of us <laughs> dum-dums wouldn't know what you were saying. It would be the most <laughs> annoying superpower. Also, fortune, speak for yourself. I'm not a dum-dum. I know you have a very extensive vocabulary. I would have and to have... And I have a GED. That's right. Okay. It, yeah, take us a GED. And I have, yeah. a, I have a diploma in shiatsu massage therapy, guys. Um, Do yeah. you? Yeah. Wait, what is that? Wait, have I not told dumb, you guys dumb. this? Fortune's a dumb dumb. <laughs> what is that? It's shiatsu massage. Yeah, I did a two-year massage therapy program. I'm a licensed massage therapist. When I was like 20, I did it. Uh, two years, Monday to Friday, nine to five. Whoa, thousands of dollars, and never Whoa. done it. Never done it since. What? I did not like touching people that much. That and all the that people in my class. I know. I think. I was like just out of rehab and I wanted to get healthy, reconnect with my bod. Yeah. And I actually wanted post-secondary education. And then my mom said, okay, I'll pay for it if you do one of two things. Okay. Private detective school or or shiatsu massage therapy. (laughs) Seriously. I can't believe you didn't know Wait, your mother chose the two things? Yes. And I I was like, I think I want to do like a history degree, like, you know, like a four-year BA. And she was like, you're not, you're going to drop out. But wait. I would have picked the detective situation. But, uh, who cares what you chose? Why those two things? I don't know. I, why are we going to Stonehenge at 9 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm back on track. <laughs> Good point. Why are we going to st- Oh, I don't say it. I don't say that word. Oh, you don't say henge. Sorry. Right. Yeah, I think private detective school seems like it would be a lot of following people around. And mm. then, mm. Mas- yeah, but man, massage, massage therapy, I, it was a small school and they all the men had ponytails and were full of rage, like <laughs> vibrating what? with rage. And they were all like coming into the Zen environment to kind of breathe and do body full work. And they were full of rage. Rageful ponytails. Yeah, rageful, fiery Were they ponytails. just swinging their head back and forth and just whipping that ponytail around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I show up with my pigtails. Yes. They're the ones that needed to call down. They're the ones that needed to call down to the front desk and ask for a pair of industrial scissors. Just chop right? it off. Yeah. I mean, if somebody... You are right. If someone moved their kimchi in the fridge, that ponytail would be flying around the room. Whipping around. Yeah. Rat-a-tat-tat. <laughs> Wait, how, I forget how we got onto this. I'm sorry. I, I, I no, we're right. we're not now. off this yet. <laughs> Did your mom just say massage or specifically shiatsu massage? Shiatsu. Specific. She specifically said shiatsu. And what is shiatsu exactly? Let's see if I can remember. It's uh, it's acupressure. So it's it's like you leave your clothes on and then it's oh, like... No fun. Pressure. I know. It's pressure points. And mm-hmm. um, I wanted to get massages for two years. So I was like, great. But I forgot I'd have to massage the ponytail men. 
Did you know when you picked it that you did not like touching people? I think I love touching people, but I didn't like touching those dudes because they mm. were vibrating with rage because they could tell <laughs> they were rat-a-tat-tat. And <laughs> it's interesting because they're polar opposite. Yes. Mm-hmm. With massage, you're so up close and personal with someone. Yeah. And then a private detective, you're like in a... In the shadows. In a coat reading a, ma- a newspaper upside down. Yeah, you know? at, a, at a huge distance. Yeah, on a park bench. At least this is what we gathered from watching Dick Tracy. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. And you would think that people would catch on and be like, that's a detective. But yeah. no one does. Oh, and then also the way you know for sure it's a detective is if they lower the paper and look mm. over it with their eyes uh, yeah know? their eyes dart back and forth mm-hmm. what happened after you finished the two years and Ugh. your mom paid for everything and you're like thank you for this degree never gonna do this <laughs> and y'all just moved on i think she wanted me to have a vocational backup plan for for comedy which made okay. makes sense and i was moving to england with my ex so we then i moved to england and mm-hmm. i only did massage for there was one summer at the edinburgh fringe festival in london where i ran out of money like mm. ran, like ran out of money you know when your account is empty yeah. runs so, out of money yeah it runs yeah. out of money you know you know so. exactly what you're saying <laughs> yeah you know when you yeah when out. there's when there's zero if like, not less when than the money zero. has literally run out yeah of like there's account. no more you're saying the zero yeah a deficit and so i put <laughs> a facebook message saying hey can me any comedians in edinburgh at the fringe festival if you want a massage i'll come to your house i'm so embarrassed now looking back like i massage so many comedians in their homes and oh. uh so many of them that's their memory of me like their lasting memory is me being like okay well I'll just we'll lie on the floor and i'll yeah i'll sculpt but you, made you money I right god it, it got you out of out of a big jam yeah mm. yeah 40 bucks an hour i was really undercharging 40 bucks an yeah, hour you could have charged more i was embarrassed you were like the supercuts of um, yeah. uh, massage. Uh-huh. Any any comedians that we would know of that you massage that I can follow up with? Yeah, in, we'd uh, like to ask some questions. <laughs> I massaged um, Jamie Dimitriou. I massaged, I think, Lou Sanders. Yeah, but I, a, lot, a lot of British. What about Brett Goldstein? I mean... I would do anything to get my hands on Brad Goldstein. No, I don't oh. think I don't think I ever massaged him. We we would work out together in our apartment. We lived together in Edinburgh for a month, so uh-huh. we would work out, and he would like really motivate me. And you're mm-hmm. motivated if Brett Goldstein's yelling at you, mm-hmm. you know. But kind kind yelling, supportive yelling. Like and he's, what? What would what would he say? Well, he's the only person in the world that calls me Mavis. Mavis, which is not my name. Out. And he goes, mm. "Come on, Mavis, you can do it. Come on, Mavis." And that's all you need, and then you do it? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much over there. I, I much. would truly be like, could you please be quiet? <laughs> Mavis. Mavis. Yeah. Well, what a what a journey you've been on. In the end, your mom was right, because they got you out of a few jams. Yeah. yeah. And now the superpower that I want is a big vocabulary, yeah. because big I only vocabulary. went to shiatsu school. Well, I'm going to answer two ways. Okay. Mm. Because one's uh, for selfish reasons. And then I feel like I need to do like a world peace kind of thing. You know what I mean? You know, you don't even need to do the second one. We know the first (laughs) one's what you want. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, the first one, because I feel like I live most of my life in a plane yeah. mm-hmm. these days because I'm touring and I... And you're bas- a pilot. I'm a pilot. <laughs> I've basically not stopped touring in many, many years, except for the pandemic. There was a bit of a little break. I would love to be able to... Is it teleport when you just like arrive somewhere? Yeah, I'm on Star Trek. Yeah. Yes. We that would be amazing if i could just like teleport myself to like the s- backstage of a theater and maybe a local coffee shop mm-hmm. i'll <laughs> teleport to the coffee shop first get a nice iced now wait, latte why, why are you wanting to teleport to coffee shops to i want to avoid planes mm-hmm. but i love trying local coffee i don't want to miss out on that are you afraid to fly no, I don't mind flying. It just takes up a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the majority of the performance part, that's the easy part. I don't know. I've seen you struggle up there many <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> I can do the show, no problem. Then you're like, you know, up yeah. at 4 a.m. to catch a flight and you're yeah. you're connecting in this place. Since you fly so much, have you got flying down to an art? Like, do you, you got your little your hand luggage you do your thing yeah yeah i keep a i keep a a bag with all the toiletries and everything in it that stays in it oh i should do that that's smart it's like kind of yeah you do okay i'm gonna know it's there it's got the toothpaste the toothbrush the brush the deodorant all that stuff I like that. The hairdryer for my curls and my perm. (laughs) 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 Got to keep your perm. I got to keep my perm intact. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I've I've got flying down, but there are a lot of things happening in the world today. Mm -hmm. The weather's worse than ever. You know, people are low staffed. The airlines don't give a crap. There's Mm -hmm. just a lot of bumps in the road that you have to navigate. Bumps in the sky. Bumps in the sky, thank you, (laughs) that I would love to avoid. So if I could teleport places, good for me. Wait, but do you ever worry that you would miss out on like the journey? Like maybe Mm. on the flights, you might meet someone cool sitting next to you. You might be sitting next to Cindy Lauper, you know? Mm. And she's like, hi, fortune. Hi, fortune. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't worry about missing out on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If the airplane food was better. Yeah. Then I might want to take that journey, but it's not, it's no bueno. It's never gotten better. Also, guys, I'm at a coffee shop in St. Petersburg. I'm meeting people. That's true. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. And then you just teleport right out of there and freak everyone out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I'm in St. Petersburg at that point. I get my coffee walk to the venue okay i'm gonna i don't need to teleport from place to place we don't want to overuse it (laughs) because teleporting probably is exhausting do you think i don't know i'm assuming i don't (laughs) i think (laughs) no i think you're just there you think it takes a big toll no you're just there okay well good but this is coming from someone that has teleported (laughs) yeah tig's been on star trek i actually have teleported on star Star trek Trek. (laughs) what does it feel like uh, it feels like, and cut, and then Tig, leave the stage, please. Yep. That's exactly and what I want. action. Yeah. And she's gone. What? I Tig, come I'll... back to the stage, please. And she's back. It's very easy. That sounds yeah. easy. I mm-hmm. just figure, why not enjoy the local scene while I'm there? Then the show's over. I do my meet and greet, chat with people, have a good time. I've been social. I've experienced St. Petersburg. 
Now it's time to teleport to the next city. Now we're going to Jacksonville. I just had an image of you. So you're getting ready to teleport and it's you and Jax and Biggie, the little white dog, and you guys all do a big bear hug and then and then you all teleport together and you're flying Aww. through space, the three of you in the hug, and then you I arrive like in the hug, the three of you. Would you bring I her like with that. you even if you're yeah. Tele- yeah. What if you accidentally teleported with some weird person that was in line to meet you? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, you and then you're home. like I hope they like Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> so that would that would be my superpower for myself. Mm-hmm. If I needed a superpower for the world, I would have the ability with my hands to take all of the pollution out of the ocean. With your hands? Yeah. <laughs> scoop by scoop? With those the, muscles? Like one big no, it scoop. Just like, it just like pulls the trash yeah. oh. and everything out of the ocean. And then it, I don't know. I haven't thought beyond this. And can you do the sound effect again? <laughs> It's pretty quiet. I have like vacuum hands. Yeah. I thought you were saying you were going to pick up all the trash on the planet. And uh, I was going to say that's not a superpower. <laughs> that's a job. Like that's, I could just do that's that. That's just like a massive <laughs> task you've given yourself. That's, yeah. a, that's a massive, um, what is that highway program? Adopt a highway. Mm. Yeah. You could just do that. But there's a lot of trash. I need vacuum hands. You need vacuum hands. You're doing the OSH, but you're leaving... You're leaving the air and the jungle and stuff. You're just focusing I on mean, the I mean, guys, I can only focus on so much. <laughs> yes. a, do you know how much water is in the, this world? Way no, more water than us. anything else. <laughs> May's the one with facts. I don't have the percentages, but our planet's made up of a lot of water. Mm-hmm. I have a fact that might lead into Tig's answer to this wonderful question. Okay. And the fact is that in 2005... They actually made Superman officially vegan because they said, yeah, they said Superman can sense like things life force and stuff like that. And and when things life force ends and so he couldn't, he he became vegan. I did not know this. Yeah. Good for him. Where did you hear this? From Batman? Yeah. <laughs> that's so dumb yeah where got, did you hear this it's just one of my facts you know and i and i like uh i do like superheroes i'm i am sort of up to date on what's going on oh with, yeah yeah you know we do want to preface all of may's facts by saying we don't know for sure what is actually a fact no but may this is a asterisk maze facts yes yeah 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 in brackets not verifiable <laughs> don't google no but i think they're they are true they come usually from facts websites you know interesting oh, facts. okay then it's it's for sure then it's also legit. we're talking about a made-up superhero <laughs> yeah yeah so even it's... if your facts are off <laughs> yeah well he's a vegan yeah good for him does that make you feel more connected to him Tig? even though he's a fictional no, but I like that. I like, yeah. especially in 2005, you yeah. know, veganism is now pretty hip in the past couple of years, but 2005, I mean, obviously people were vegan back then, but to make Superman vegan. Do you yeah. remember when like at every comedy show, like vegans were the butt of, it was such a sort of hack joke, like the vegans. I don't know. No? Okay. I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know what I think about a lot is like George W. Bush. Yeah. And then um, I feel like people really went on a rampage making fun of um, 
Who's that comedian? I'm forgetting his name. Carrot Dane Top? Cook. Oh, Dane Cook. Oh, and Carrot Top. Like, all that kind of stuff. I always... Even George Bush, I would always kind of be like, Hiff. Yeah. We're going to smoke them out of their holes. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. <laughs> I guess. Or like long ago when people would make fun of how dumb Dan Quayle was. I know this probably isn't your house. May. I don't know Do you who know? Dan Quayle is, but it sounds like a superhero. <laughs> Captain Quail. He was the vi- he was the VP of uh, George Bush Senior, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and he these were different times. He misspelled potatoes. No, and uh, all, practically got canceled. That's how different times are. <laughs> I, yeah, I reacted that way, and then I was like, "Could I spell? It? Like, is there any? You know." I wouldn't even say practically. He was so written off as the mm-hmm. dumbest person. People were convinced he was the dumbest person alive because he misspelled potatoes. And think oh, of the dum dums we're dealing with these days. Yeah. Oh my! It, it is. I would so... give anything to have someone that even knew how to spell some a could potato. identify a potato. <laughs> <laughs> I am kind of stuck in the cultural moment of George W. Bush. Like that was, I guess, when I was getting into com. That's like my SNL era that I mm-hmm. l- loved and deified mm. those people. Like, yeah, I, I, st- I, I don't feel at all connected to modern. Like, I'm not. Yeah, you're not what? I don't know. I'm, I just had a moment where I became when Fortune said I'm craving things. Like I lost confidence in what I was saying, and then I got, and then. <laughs> I sort of trailed off and hoped someone else would come in and just change the subject. May just wandered off telling us what your superpower is. Yeah. Well, I don't have a superpower, but... We know that. And you would think that (laughs) while you were both talking, I would be thinking of a superpower. (laughs) But I was so... You were invested in my superpower. Yeah, where you pick up trash. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Vacuum hands. You know who does pick up trash is David Sedaris. Really? What do you mean? That's what he does in his pastime. Wow. He just walks around with. Yes. I like that. Has like one of those lights on his head Mm -hmm. and uh, goes and he spends his day just picking up trash. That's interesting. He is a superhero. Yes, he is. That's why I'm taking care of the oceans. Yeah. David's taking David's care of the streets. It on the ground. Well, I have nothing to base this on, but I believe that telekinesis and telepathy, like that we're capable of that if we just tried hard enough, you know? Mm. I've tried many times and I'm wrong. Okay, to, try, try what now. What am I thinking? Yeah, number from one to 20. Fortune is thinking of number two. No. <laughs> what was it? 18. I'm I'm thinking of one now. Mm, fortune guess. I mean, don't guess, but like really connect with me. Yeah. I'll give you a clue. You in particular. Should... No clues. Sorry. Yeah, okay. no clues. <laughs> no I clues. should be able to just guess. Yeah, you guys are connecting with your brain. Six. Nah, it was fourteen because I thought fortune fourteen. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Tig, what am I thinking in general? No numbers involved. You're thinking about a black cat. No, I'm thinking that i'm hungry (laughs) (laughs) okay uh let me think of something something with a clear image you know Mm, okay yeah it wasn't clear on being hungry pool table like a pool table and a game of pool and like a cigarette i was thinking about an old shoe 
You know those huh. kind of shoes you pull up with a, a fishing pole out of the... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about one of those kind of old shoes. The kind that Fortune will get with her vacuum hands. <laughs> I'm like, Fortune, you forgot something. And I reel <laughs> yeah, that, in an old that boot. That shoe won't be in my ocean, baby. <laughs> Not when I'm done with it. I met this guy once and I was on vacation in Nepal. I was like... I thought you were going to say Nebraska, but go ahead. <laughs> In, I was on vacation, Nebraska, uh, and I was like 20, and it was a very like mystical trip, and I was volunteering in an orphanage, and I met this guy at this bar, and he had grown up in a cult, and we got really drunk, and, and he said to me, I've seen someone fly, like at, on the cult, people would occasionally through meditation like l- fly, and mm. something about the conviction with the way he said it, I believed him, and we made out. <laughs> No, nice. he just got you to make out. You think that was like pillow talk? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. I yeah. bet a lot of people at Burning Man have seen people fly too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Speaking of, I think that would maybe be my superpower is I might want to fly. I love birds so much. Mm. And I actually don't enjoy flying uh, in a plane. Mm. Do you have flying dreams a lot? I barely have any dreams. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. They've all come true. That's why. Uh, I have a lot. And, and usually I have to start jumping. And then as I jump, I'm staying afloat longer and longer each time. And I keep mm-hmm. jumping, jumping, jumping. And then I, but I'm usually doing it like to um, prove myself to someone. Like they're like, I bet you can't fly. And I'm like, watch me. And then I try and try and try. And then sometimes I can stay up and it's so gratifying. Wow. This is all in your dream? Yeah, not real life. <laughs> See, my dreams are, if I do have dreams, they're more of the annoying dreams where you're like, mm. there was a guy, but it wasn't that mm. guy. It was someone else. And then he, we were in a hallway and then a, a jack-o'-lantern popped out of the, you know, and where yeah. you're just like, uh, what am I? That's the thing with dreams like that. It's like, of course, this is what you're dreaming about. You're exhausted. Yeah. You're you're so tired that it's like you're just it's crazy what your brain is doing. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like I don't know, grab a pumpkin and a you know uh, we can work with anything. And then you analyze it when you wake up. Really, it's just nonsense. Yeah, it's just you're you're an exhausted person. <laughs> That's why you had that dream that made no sense. Yeah, and then Annie Lennox starts playing. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Another handsome gal. Oh, yeah. Very handsome. She's somebody that I've always wanted to see live. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Tick's going to fly us there on Mm -hmm. her wings. Yeah, on a wing and a prayer. You'll already be there teleported. So I'll be (laughs) on Tig's back. With all all of her garbage. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll be on Tig's back just whispering. smelly. Multi-syllabic words into Tig's ear. (laughs) Being like, what an extraordinary. I could think of extraordinary. That was the only word I could think of. That's really good, though. Should we hear what Neil's superpower would be? Yeah. I would choose very clearly it would not be flying hey because of bugs oh. oh bugs it would not be super strength because i just feel like my anger would get the best of me mm. i would want to be able to stop time and to move freely within the time that was stopped mm. with the caveat that when 
I, I started time up again. I hadn't aged faster than anyone else. Mm -hmm. I know that's a weird wrinkle, but here's the thing. If I could stop time and spend three hours fixing something or reading something or cleaning the house, then I'd start time again. I'd have more wrinkles. Mm. I just turned 50 and I feel like an extraordinary amount of time and bandwidth is spent thinking, if I only had a little bit more time mm -hmm. in my day, mm. afternoon, mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. evening, mm -hmm. I'm sitting here in this farm that we live at trying to fix a, a German cuckoo clock. Oh. I don't... Uh, what? <laughs> I've been uh. cleaning up dog crap <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I fixed a frame of a piece of art. Busy little bee. I know. Um, and I'm going to have to like sand and stain a table. Okay. So this is why I wish that I could stop time. Neil. NPH. He's in a farm? I really like that. That I really, I feel that time scarcity thing. I love wasting time. Do you? Mm-hmm. I can just do mindless whatever. Really? And all of a sudden it's 7 p.m. I wish I had more time to do that. Like, that's what I want to do is not is very little. I want to lie mm -hmm. on the floor and be bored and let let the old mind wander. But yeah, I got these cuckoo clocks to fix. So I can only do that because I don't have kids. So I'm working all the time. But then I come home from tour and can just waste time like nobody's business. And if yeah. anyone cares, I have a cuckoo clock on my wall in my office. You do? Yeah. Let's see it. Do you see it? Coming out of the wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you know that I know the song from The Sound of Music that involves clocks? All right. Are you ready for it? Yeah. There's a sad sort of clanging in the clock in the hall and the bells in the steeple, too. And up in the nursery, there's a sad little bird. Or maybe it's not sad. There's something little bird that's popping up to say cuckoo. Very carefully, we, they tell us, but firmly they compel us to say good night to you. Thank you. Wait, <sighs> this is Whoa. a song you wrote? No, no, it's from the sound dang. of... <laughs> dang. Remember, so long, farewell, love you to say goodnight, wait mm. to go and oh. leave this pretty sight. Anyway. I want to rewatch it. But I, I don't want to brag about my skills, but yeah. When your voice gets that little vibrato in it, it's mm. so beautiful. <laughs> it's very sound of music, though. It's very like, mm. how do you solve a problem? Like, mm. like that's the vibe. I watched that movie like a thousand times. We in my just watched it. Early I days. It. I love it. I think I know most of the songs. Same. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. <laughs> gotta wait. Tune into the next episode. I can't just give it all away right now. Our son Max is very into musicals, and it has to usually have something to do with an orphan. Yeah. Or a nanny. Yeah. yeah. That's the vibe. <laughs> do you think? He, do you think he'd be into um, Little Shop of Horrors? I don't know. Also, did you know that that time stop thing, mm -hmm. that's a very popular porn category. Oh, it is? Time stop, where it's like in the film, in the mm -hmm. piece of cinema, uh, <laughs> they usually it's, it seems to be very popular in Asia and someone will freeze time and then 
just go about doing nasty things to all the time frozen people oh well that sounds that is naughty (laughs) yeah well i mean they're the other people are simply other porn actors who are pretending to be frozen okay so they're they've given consent yes yes in real life that would be no good well neil's just trying to fix cuckoo clocks so he can go to the pool Yeah, yeah i didn't know neil was so busy on the farm you know? I know. Yeah, I didn't even know he was on a farm. Also, he's he's created this entire workload for himself. For himself. Yeah, yeah. technically, t- could take the cuckoo clock to a clock. Yeah, maker, fixer, fixer. Person. Yeah, that's all I There's was thinking. Be one in the village in which he's living. Yeah. Well, I, I hope Neil um, hires some people to to take care of all these tasks so he mm-hmm. can go sit by the pool because yeah. he's fifty. The guy's. 50 and he's yeah. got a gorgeous voice and he's he is handsome he's I very mean, very handsome yeah very i want him to host another award show at some point because he sings and dances mm-hmm. and taps and mm-hmm. does all the things we i like that yeah. right maybe the three of us can all right yeah. well i have all of my sound and music songs ready to go <laughs> and i have nothing to Able offer voice. <laughs> voice. <laughs> That's like coming out of my cuckoo clock. <laughs> Meaning your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, if you've listened to this episode and you've been thinking about what your superpower would be, we want to hear. Yeah. Leave it on social media and maybe we'll pick our favorite one and we'll read it next week on the pod, on the handsome pod. Yeah. What would your superpower be? Is it a porn category? Whoa. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, thank you for listening. <laughs> Fortune, do you have any uh, things coming up you want to promote? Yeah, I'm on my tour. If you want to see some stand-up comedy, you guys, I'm coming uh, in mid-October on uh, to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Oakland, California, Evansville, Indiana, Dayton, Ohio, Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, just added a bunch of shows like St. Petersburg, Orlando, and Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, we just put the Chicago Theater up on sale. That's going to be in February. I guess you go to fortunefamester.com for tickets. May, do you have anything you want to tell our lovely, handsome listeners? On the 10th, I'm doing improv at the Elysian with Stephanie Allen. And then I, I always plug these Largo shows, but I'm there on the 12th and the 22nd. And tickets are at the Largo website. Tig, what about you? I am uh, going on my European tour, October 10th, Amsterdam, October 12th, Berlin, October 15th, Oslo, October 17th, Brighton, October 19th, Manchester, October 23rd, Dublin, October 26th, London, and then I'm back in the States, October 28th, La Crosse, Wisconsin, then I am going to be recording my next stand-up special in Brooklyn, November 4th. This has been The Handsome Pod. And as always, keep, keep, it, keep handsome. it handsome. Keep it handsome. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Handsome is hosted by me, Fortune Feimster, Tignataro, and May Martin. The show is produced, recorded, and edited by Thomas Woulette. Email us at handsomepod at gmail.com and follow us on social media at handsomepod.